Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I will be heading to Reddit.com, but this time on a different subreddit than normal. I'm excited. We are one. on the relationship underscore advice subreddit. I don't think we've done an episode on this subreddit before. Um, we've definitely done relationship or just general advice episodes with you guys, but this one was kind of last minute. We're recording on Wednesday to go up tomorrow, so we didn't have enough time mm-hmm. to get your guys's stuff for advice and when we do advice episodes with you guys i don't like to just restrict it to relationship advice because while we do have a good following you know it's we don't get that to, many responses you know if it was we don't just want to narrow it down, it down i don't know so that's what this episode will be before we get into the bulk of the episode we like to do a little catch up and talk about our weekly spotlights and all that fun stuff I am a new Kindle girly. I bought my own Kindle. Well, I got it on two days ago, Monday, but I Amazoned it. So then it was like delivered to me like the next morning. And I've used Sears before, so I already know like what it's like. But I just got to say, I'm really, really enjoying it because it's just so much more convenient than like carrying around a book with me, worrying about if it's going to get ruined or something. And then also, like, especially if I'm, like, going somewhere to read. Like, reading at home, a book is fine. But being able to hold, like, in one hand and then, like, no glare from the sun or whatever else, it's just been really, really enjoyable. And Megan's current read is on Kindle in the yeah. so she can do so both. So I have, like, the physical and I also have my Kindle, which I, I've just been reading on my Kindle since I got it. But um, I feel like it's helping me kind of, like, read a little bit faster, too, and... The little corner since it can give you like a this is how much longer you have until the end of this chapter until the end of the book i feel like it's just like motivating to see that go down um so that was a highlight and i brought it yesterday um it was the fourth of july sierra and i that and our dad went to spotlight. adventureland which was uh hadn't been there in a while so i actually also worked on the fourth i was lucky and had a shorter day so i got done like around two o'clock and obviously since megan like megan worked on monday and so we did our lake weekend before on like the previous saturday sunday and megan technically probably could have taken monday off if she had thought about it i mean i don't have that much vacation time but um so i don't know if i could have anyways so obviously we didn't want to like go up to i mean i was working anyways so it didn't matter but megan didn't want to drive up to the lake for one day and have to drive back yeah i debated it but i just decided I don't know if it'd be worth it. So we were talking about, you know, what can we do on the 4th to make it fun? Obviously, you guys know we go to this nearby beach all the time. And so we could have just done something like that. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. And we've been talking about on the podcast how we wanted to go to an amusement park. And so we bit the bullet and we're like, let's go to Adventureland since we haven't gone in like literally six years. And I got to say, they charge an arm and a leg now, not just for admission, Parking. But, like, parking? Because we had to pay. We drove separately between me and Megan, and then our dad ended up meeting us there. Like, I paid $16 for parking, I paid which is plenty. $27 for parking. I pulled up. I was like, huh? So, they're scamming you. And then that's... You have to pay for the ticket on top of that, which was, like... $40. We got a deal for 4th of July. It was still $40. But, oh, my goodness. I told myself yeah, since was I was, like, working that day, I was like, okay, whatever. I paid for it, like, with the day that I already worked. So, whatever but that was crazy but 
nonetheless, it was still fun. That was like the most sun I've gotten all year because like usually, you were there all day. I mean, basically. I was there all day. I mean, and I was reapplying sunscreen like all day long because I was like, I'm not getting burnt. And I, I got a little red, but like, I don't think I'm like burnt. So that's good. And I, my face is covered the whole time. Like not only am I putting face sunscreen on, but like I'm a like permanent hat visor wearer now because I want to protect my face because if your face gets burnt, like it is Game so, over. so not good. So my face was fine. Um, but I was basically out in the sun with like little breaks here and there from like 11 to like six and so it was a long warm hot day i went in the pool every once in a while too that helped but yeah so we were at adventureland has a water park called adventure bay and so we started off there you know laid out a little bit i took a little bit of a nap because i was like reading for a little bit and i kid you not i was like reading the pages my eyes were that like was me a little bit too, but i, I woke myself back up <clears throat> so took a little bit of a nap there i think my dad took a nap too when he was laying out and then it's funny so we were like obviously with our dad hanging out we were in the pool at one point talking about how you know we were getting burnt and stuff and it just makes me laugh sometimes my dad like thinks that he like invented just like basic everyday things so he's telling us about aloe and how we need to get aloe to like put on our sunburn he's like it'll trust me it'll cool you off so quick like aloe's great and i'm like everyone knows this like we know this i've used aloe before like we didn't have we don't have any same with nyquil yeah he's nyquil's spokesperson not nyquil what is it zequil no it's when you're sudafed oh sudafed okay i know you're talking about he could be their spokesperson every time i get sick he's like you gotta start popping some sudafed and i'm like no i think it's more of like it's not like what sudafed is for he's like you have to so i'm like i don't think that i have what it's for anyways also i just want to say my voice might sound a little bit different i'm like on the very tail end of having lost my voice last week for no reason i don't know why no one else around me has gotten sick and she's not really so, sick except for losing her voice i don't know what happened there's still certain like i can't i haven't been like playing songs in the car because i still can't <laughs> sing like i can sing at like really really low she's octaves. like really what's that an alto yeah alto or something she can hit those singing the alto parts of songs but then you know i'll start to like hit the other higher notes and like nothing comes out so olivia rodrigo's vampire we can talk about that a little bit too but i've been like playing it because i do enjoy the song but you're just and like i'm like trying to it. sing certain parts of the song and genuinely nothing is coming out of my mouth as much as i'm trying <laughs> which is annoying um, when you're trying to sing i gotta say i'm a fan of the new song i olivia rodrigo just like makes bops and that's all she does and i'm excited for the new album i was hesitant at first because like when she said the name was vampire i like didn't know if i was gonna like like is it gonna be punk i was like it's gonna pop. be like punk emo vibes am i gonna enjoy it but like i really enjoy the song i liked it basically from like the first time i listened to it so i didn't have to like grow into liking it um and i think it's definitely like a little different than what she gave us in her last album i'll but, be like, curious to see with like the upcoming singles what the vibe is because that's what i'm interested about because like the three singles she released for her last album like they were so different from one another so i'm hoping to still get some of that same variety but also like the name of the album is guts i don't know if i love that name for yeah. an album um Mike and i are talking because obviously sour is the name of her first album but there's no you know song called sour so Megan and i think that that will ring true for this as well we don't think there's going to be a song called guts which i'm just like guts is so gross why would you call yeah. it that but whatever um 
anything else going on? We saw Maggie over the weekend. Maggie was back for the fourth. Um, did some kneeboarding. And that was probably like your best kneeboard run that you've done. Thank you. Not that I like really keep track, but you did like all of your 360s. Well, you even I like, like kept your balance a little bit. I wiped out on like one attempt of them. Well, I don't remember. I, your first run that you did though was like yeah, your best run. I did a pretty you good You did run. like three or four 360s and you were going in and out of the wake a little bit. Yeah. So it was pretty good. There was a couple times then like one at the end of my first run, I just was like tired, dropped it. And then I fell twice. One I know is we were just going straight. I think I was maybe trying to turn, but then, like, the board got caught in the water, and then it was, like, game over. I don't know if that's what happened both times or if something else happened another time where it was just, like, bumpy or wavy, but. Um, any book updates? I am really enjoying 19 Minutes, and I'm looking forward to, like, you know, reading it again tonight, so it's been good, which, like, it's, that's even nice. if I enjoy I'm excited to hear that because, like, romance books, you... I'm like really it's really hard for me to like be like oh I'm actually you are looking so forward. like I mean I love romance too I but I definitely between vision. the two of us I tunnel vision between the two of us I read like a lot you do more other genres than you do and so every time like you read something that's not romance I'm like I hope she likes it because uh, yeah so so it's been good um yeah and then I have to and then out what if I you like her this. that'll give you some other books to try from a new author yeah I think I'm also gonna my potential video idea for next week for Megan this year was to like do like the reading corner in my room, which would require me to then like spend money and actually do the reading corner. But I've been pushing it off for a while and it'd be kind of nice to do that. So we'll my see. My book update since I last talked to you guys, I finished reading The Bodyguard. I finished it on Sunday, funny enough. Wait, I read Happy Place. Oh, I yeah. Loved that book. Read it, I mean, I read like 50 pages. On one day. And then, like, I read the entire rest of the book the next day. Um, I just, I loved it. I gave it five stars. It is my second favorite Emily Henry book. To be honest, like, Beach Read is still ahead. But, like, I wouldn't say it couldn't take first place if I think about it more. Um, But I just really enjoyed it and couldn't get enough of it. So, I would highly recommend if you're (laughs) wanting to read it. Um, I was, like, so... You finished that Friday or Saturday? Saturday. And so I had brought my book, The Bodyguard, up to the lake over the weekend. I was like, oh, it would be good to, like, finish my book this weekend. And I think at that point I'd only read, like, 100 pages or something. So I had, like, more than – maybe, like, a little bit more than 200 left. And I didn't read anything sun- or Saturday. And then, like, Sunday on the drive home, I was like, I guess I'll crack it open. And I finished the book on Sunday, like, when we got home. I was like, go me. Yeah. Pat myself on the shoulder. And then I just started Red Rising. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not too far into it. I think, like, 50 pages in. I'm a little bit confused right now, so I need to, like, keep reading it tonight because I'm confused. (laughs) But I'm also enjoying it, I think. Okay. We have about six different situations pulled up each so we will run through these and our goal for this is just to share the situation with you guys we'll converse and talk about our thoughts if we have any advice or how we would handle said situation Mm -hmm. i also have to say i mean i'll try and point out when i'm reading stuff that sounds weird on reddit but sometimes i'm reading these posts and it sounds like i'm stupid but some people don't know how to write on reddit so just so give fair us warning grace. if I sound stupid or Megan sounds stupid, it we're might just be what we're reading verbatim. 
Okay, I will start. So this first one is, my boyfriend, 20-year-old male, told me, 20-year-old female, he's not in love with me anymore, but he still wants to be with me. So we've been dating for around one and a half years. Relationship was going amazing in all aspects. We had the relationship everyone admired for how loving we were. We got home from college, which was long distance, and planned several trips together this summer. He suddenly called me over. He suddenly called me over and broke the news that he doesn't want to or that he doesn't love me anymore. He doesn't know what happened. He can't explain it. This was a complete surprise to me and everyone who knows. He got us. like the ick out of nowhere. I offered to break up with him, but he insisted he still wanted to be with me. He said he felt like part of him was missing when we were apart. Ever since then, he has been loving and caring. He took care of me when I got a terrible stomach bug and is very affectionate. We've shared incredibly sweet moments together. But when I asked him how he's feeling, he responds that he doesn't know. He still says he doesn't love me anymore. Whenever I bring up breaking up with him, he cries and tells me he still wants to be with me, but understands that he can't give me what I need. I brought up several factors like fear of being tied down at such a young age, honeymoon phase ending, etc. that it could be. And some of them he resonates with, but he's unsure of what exactly happened. I really want to stay with him, but I don't want to be led on or taken emotionally taken emotionally advantage of. Does anyone else have experience with similar situations? Should I prepare for the worst? This is just like this would give me the I don't understand so what's going on. Like, what is happening? You can't. It's like what to him is love. If he's like, I want to be with you, and like I'm, I'll do all the things. I'll care for you. I will be affectionate towards you. Like, what is love? At the, what is love? You know what I mean? Don't make me sing. I can't sing right now. So then the fact that he's like, she it is just really being confuses me. far more understanding than I probably would be in that Same. situation. I'd be like, like, if you don't love me anymore, and I understand like working like through things a little bit and trying to kind of pinpoint like, what do we think mm-hmm. is going on here? Which What's, she said she's tried to do. And he's kind of like, mm, maybe, maybe not. Like, is he thinking through stuff? Is he trying to problem solve? Or is he just like... Or like, just what is his goal? Right. Like, are you saying you just want to stay together, but now you've told her, like, oh, I don't love you anymore, but, like, we should still be together. That doesn't make, yeah. that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, I can totally understand if you're in a relationship with someone and you're saying, like, this is a rough patch in the relationship for me, like, but I want to work through it and, like, figure this out together. But to just come at it from saying, like, I don't love you anymore, but yeah. I want to be with you. I just he's unsure of what exactly happened like i'd be like okay well it's also weird she's like i've offered to break up with him <laughs> like you can like, also just i will do it decide i promise i'll do it like i will break up with you if you need me to i don't know this situation is just kind of weirding me out personally um my personal advice would be that she should break up with him i mean it's like she says that she wants to be with him but at the same at the same time she also would probably want to be with someone who, like, would openly say that they love her. And it just doesn't sound like he's like, oh, yeah, like, no, I still don't love you, but we'll keep doing this. Yeah. And that wouldn't really flow for me. I would say, you know what? Maybe we should just cut our losses and call it a day. I'm seeing, like, some of the – she's responded to, like, one person's thing. Their response is too long, so I'm skipping that. But their response is, wow, thank you for all of that. We discussed this scenario, which I'm not telling you because I'm not reading that whole thing. And he re- he resonated with it very deeply at first, but he is still very uncertain and questions himself. I myself don't really feel butterflies for him. Just a good feeling of safety, happiness, and laughter. Are they overthinking their relationship or am I underthinking things? 
I don't know. I feel like they're both <clears throat> confused. Like, I just imagine them both, like, sitting down together, like, reading these posts. Because, obviously, like, she just... It's not like they're, like, both looking through the Reddit. Being like, okay, what about this, babe? Okay, this person's saying... Because someone asked, like, do you want to be with someone who doesn't love you? If so, everything's cool. If not, wake <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, which is true. They said, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't love me. He did say he loves me still, but he is just not in love. But that's also not what I want. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I feel like, honestly, from what I've heard people in relationships saying is that there's usually always, like, that baseline, like, you always love them, but sometimes, like, being in love with them kind of comes in waves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like part of that, from my understanding, is just, like, getting into the routine and the monotony of a relationship, you know? Yeah. So it's not abnormal, if that's what it is. I don't know. It's, it's a tricky situation. <clears throat> okay. I thought this one was weird, so I'm excited to read it. My boyfriend, 27 male, smashed my foundation to prove that I, 20 female, am beautiful without it. What should I do? My boyfriend has always made comments about how I don't need makeup and how I don't need to cover up my face or my freckles. I've always taken it as a compliment, but I still wear makeup every day. Yesterday, while I was prepping my face to apply makeup, my boyfriend suddenly came up behind me and threw my foundation bottle onto the floor. It smashed everywhere, including on me, and I screamed, mostly because I was so shocked and confused. My boyfriend seemed a bit regretful and told me he had done it to show me how I don't need makeup at all. I don't know what to say. I was literally stunned and even a bit scared. I left the room without saying anything. I really don't know how to feel. Obviously, it was a bad idea for him to do it. It was Dior Foundation, so it cost a lot, but I really can't decide whether it came from a good place. Was it a misguided attempt to show me he loved me, or was he just backtracking after making a mistake? I'm really not sure how I should feel. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting. It's not like he threw it at my head or something, but it does feel off. What should I do from here? That's not how you communicate things. That would be a huge red flag in my mind. Huge. It's just like, it's like, it's the behavior that's like that, the behavior does not match the intention. It's just a bizarre, like, his, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, when, pe- when people are, like, uh, they're, like, thinking of something, but, like, they don't do it, but, like, they, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to know what I'm talking about. I need more explanation than that. Like, uh, subconscious thought, like, they're. And it's not intention? They're, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> intrusive thoughts. Oh, okay. The intrusive thoughts, like, got the best of him. Like, I don't know. That's what this is, like, this is so crazy and outlandish to me that I feel like, that's what I'm thinking of, but, like, I don't think that's an excuse for the behavior. That's just, like, what this is reminding me of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, what if I just, like, threw the foundation all over the place? And he just, like, did. It's also just, like, you can't just say, like, here's his behavior, but it had this good intention behind it. He still did the behavior. He broke your property, which, and like, cost you money. And that's just not what you do. <laughs> so, red flag. I do have – she had a little edit that she added. I have broken up with him and asked him to pay for the foundation – Thank you for all the helpful comments who helped me realize what I think I knew deep down. His behavior is a red flag. Mm-hmm. And this I just is thought like, it was a red flag. <clears throat> this type of post is like, surely there had to be other stuff that was also going on that you're like. That was not the only thing. Like he was perf- Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Perfect. And then he just like came in one day, three foundation on the floor. I don't buy it. It's usually not this the case. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. She's like, <clears throat> okay, this is what he did. But she's like, give me a reason to break up with him. validation from other people. And they're like... Yes, break up with her. And she's like, okay, so I'm not crazy. 
Okay. My fiance, 29 female, just ended things with me, a 32-year-old male, after seven years. Um, so my fiance and I own a house together, and we had everything planned out in terms of wedding, kids, life, etc. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, and she basically wanted to sit down and talk and say how she loves me, how her best friend, but she's no longer in love with me and just doesn't feel that passion anymore. This is like a repeat. <laughs> Obviously, this was a massive shock for me because everything seemed so stable, and we had a long chat and decided, hey, let's try and get it back and make it work. Um, this is kind of long, so I'm trying to see if... For some context, she ta- she's had some serious issues with her mental health over the last years, ranging from severe depressive episodes to serious suicide attempts. Um, she got brief inpatient rehab. Um, this has been going on for two to three years. She's sort of stable now and no longer making attempts that brings us, or that brings us to yesterday. So having agreed to make things work, we changed, she changed her mind basically and said she thinks she can't feel that way again and she doesn't want to prolong the inevitable. I really, it was really hard to hear her or to hear and she can't explain what it is she wants or feels is missing, which just frustrates me further because how could I have worked on something if you, or how can we work on something if you don't even know what you want? Um, what do you think? Is this something I should try to salvage or should I just attempt or accept that things can't ever be the same again and that this is for the best no matter how unfair it feels? This is tricky because I don't feel like either of them are doing anything wrong. Like, it sounds like his, is it fiance, mm-hmm. kind of? Sounds like his fiance has been going through, through it. And I don't know if, like, this and is what's just hard something to is like, like, I'm trying to make changes in my life. As much as you want to be life. a supportive partner and you can help someone recover and get through, like, the worst of the worst, like, they have to be the ones to jump through the hurdles and, like, figure out what's going on and... Like, you just being a good partner and a good person isn't going to get rid of everything else that they're dealing with. Or, like, it's possible that you are, like, a reminder of just, like, you know, maybe a certain time of their life that they're trying to completely jump ship from. And so they're like, okay, if, we're, if I'm going to better my mental health, I need to, like, just make, you know, all these changes in my life, including who I'm with. You didn't mention that. And, like, I don't know if they're even thinking about that. But, like, that's a train of thought where it's, like, if that's the case, no matter what you do, it's not going to change, like, what they associate you with. Mm-hmm. And so, if that is the case, then I wouldn't see a way around it. And I feel like, also, how willing they are to try and, like, with you bringing up wanting to work on things or try to see things through, if it's something that she's, like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to see what kinds of things we can like pinpoint or try to fix and see how that works then that seems like okay now you're working together to see what you can both do to better the relationship but if it continues to be like I just don't know if this is gonna happen I don't know if I can like conjure up these feelings that I had for you that I don't have anymore like you can't make someone love you again and stay with you so yeah I don't know if we have like full well-rounded advice i mean like you could both try and work on it or you could both decide to cut your losses i don't really think there's like a right or wrong and a lot of things too like some someone's bringing up like it's a seven-year relationship so i feel like this person's like mentioning something that kind of like reminds me of like the sunk cost sunk cost yeah where with such a long relationship you don't, where you feel like you've got everything settled, figured out, you've got a house 
bought together like to backtrack on that seems like scary because Mm -hmm. you've put so much time and effort into this person into this relationship this is what you've foreseen your future to look like but it's it might be so much harder to like keep trudging through whatever this situation is going to end up being rather than just stepping out of the situation and moving forward like in a different direction okay next one and this is where i need like we need some sleuths for this one between you and me my 23 female boyfriend 25 male has updated his bumble profile with a picture i took on our trip together initially i'm thinking listen context we've been dating for almost 10 months now we matched on bumble last september and we mutually decided to get off the apps as we spent more time with each other or we spent more time with each other a couple weeks before we put a label on things it was verbalized discussed and confirmed recently i've been going through a mental rough patch depression and anxiety have been eating me away for the past month on top of that i lost my job about a week ago it was the second time i got laid off in six months i'm not doing well both physically and mentally I have a weird habit of going through old texts for fun. After getting fed a couple of dating app ads by YouTube in the middle of the night, I decided to re-download Bumble to go through the first messages we've ever exchanged. Then, I noticed his profile was different. New introduction, new pictures, one of which was taken by me on our big trip in April. My stomach sunk. I called him, which woke him up at 1am, and told him what I discovered. Here's his explanation. Three to four weeks ago, he was feeling lonely about not having friends who actively invite him to hiking or camping adventures. So he did, decided to go on Bumble BFF to give it a shot and see if it was any good. He told me he was only there or only on there for half a day because it was trash and forgot about it since. And that's why he never felt or felt the need to tell me. He asked me if I thought he was cheating. I told him I didn't, but I did think he was looking for better options before he decides it's time to leave me. He told me it was a depression. He told me with my depression talking, trying to find evidence to fit into the narrative of him leaving. I'm guilty of that thought, but part of me feels potentially gaslit. I'm not mad, but I am feeling awfully insecure. I don't want to break up with him yet, but should I further confront him about it? If so, how should I approach it? So here's the thing. From everything that I'm aware of, they are different profiles for Bumble versus Bumble BFF. So do we think he's stupid and doesn't know that? Or do we think he's gaslighting her? I think the two profiles would look different. They're going, okay, he would, that's he what would I want talk. to differently he talk would about. use different prompts i feel like you could so you make two pick... different profiles okay and i i confirm that because either a facebook group that i'm in asked the same thing and someone was asking like because i think someone on a facebook group i went was asking about making bumble bff but they were nervous they didn't want to like make an account if it was gonna like like is this for the girls or for bumble. the guys <laughs> we don't know and uh so it's a different account It'd be different profiles if someone had like two things on there, I'm pretty sure. And you use different prompts because one, you're trying to find friends and one, you're trying to find That was a date. the other thing. My only thought with this was like, you okay, what, what are the prompts? be able to, they would say different things. Like someone, if they're trying to look for a date, is not going to be saying the same things they'd be doing to look for like a friend. So I feel like. I would love to know what the uh, like she, guy Bumble BFF, like how many guys are on Bumble BFF? <laughs> I cannot imagine very many. So she needs I to think explore she further for sure. probably would be able to take a guess and know whether or not he was telling the truth or not. And then that would be, in my mind, all the indication you need to. Okay. 
So someone said, I also used Bumble BFF for a while. The profile isn't the same. My old dating profile and my Bumble BFF profile are different. It makes you make a new one for Bumble BFF. Maybe he did use Bumble BFF for a brief stint, but he updated his dating profile as well. Can't say for certain if he's cheating or not, but it's definitely fishy. And then the OP said, I just tried it. It does ask me to create a new profile. That's giving me a new perspective. Thank you. So it sounds like she'll be exploring further. Mm -hmm. As you should. Probably should. If I... You hear a lot of people when someone discovers like their partner on a dating app or like someone tells them like, hey, I saw your significant other on a dating app. To me, the common excuse, as long as they own up to it, some people say like, oh, like that wasn't me or whatever. If they do own up to it, I feel like the common excuse is like, I was getting lonely and like, I just feel like, you know, you and I haven't been connecting as much. To me, I'm just like, that's too bad. You should have said something. And then I could have broken up with you. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to go and do that, <clears throat> no this one's hey, a we always, one what do we always come back to at the end of the day if you don't have your respect in your relationship you have nothing you owe me the respect and the common courtesy to share your feelings and your thoughts before you do anything that would such as me. that yeah this one's a long one i've briefly skimmed over it but give me some grace if i trip over some words <clears throat> okay i 44 year old female met a guy 53 year old male on an online dating site, hit it off great via text, ended up meeting up yesterday at ha- ahead of our planned first date. Red flags everywhere. Don't know how to kindly tell him that I don't want to pursue this any further. Help. I haven't dated anyone in about six years after finally ending an abusive relationship, but I finally decided to start attempting dating again. So I created an online dating profile. I met Phil and from the minute we started talking or started chatting online, it was crazy how much we had in common and how well we got along with each other. From the minute we started talking online, it's like we had known each other for years. We had made a plan for our first date to be this Friday, but we ended up meeting up yesterday and I don't want to pursue this further. On his dating profile, it said that he had his own place, a vehicle, a job, and that he was going to school as well. I then find out that he's actually living in a group home, which he explained was because last year he had gotten really sick and was out of work for almost two months, and due to that, he couldn't pay his rent and he ended up getting evicted. This place was the only thing available until he could get something better. Okay, I totally get that happens. Um, yesterday we were texting periodically while he was at work and he said he wasn't going to be able to get to his class that evening. He said that his car was still at the dealership, but he wasn't able to drive it because he didn't have insurance for it. This puzzled me because he had in previous conversations talked about his car like he had been driving it this whole time. And the situation with him not being able to get to his class that evening seemed like it would be something that he would have been well aware of ahead of time if he hadn't had a vehicle this whole time, but then he went on and made it seem like it was something that just happened that day at the last minute. Okay, I overlooked that, left my job early, and offered to take him there and bring him back. The place was a half hour away, and the class was two hours, so I made it, it made more sense for me to just stay in the area and wait in the town. So while I was waiting, I saw that there was a popular coffee place nearby that had a lobby that stayed open for another hour. So I went there, ate something small, then drove back to his class, just waited in the parking lot for the next hour. When he came back out, he asked me if I waited there the whole time, and I said, no, I went to the coffee place. He said, oh, you didn't wait for me? So I said that the drive-thru was still open and we could go through there, and he agreed. Let me just interject here. During this ride, he never offered gas money. He chain-smoked a new pack of cigarettes. I usually only smoke two to four of them a day, trying to quit, and I make the pack last a week. Um, So we go through the drive-thru, and when when we get to where you pay, he makes no attempt to break out his wallet, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm expected to pay for this. And then being awkward and non-confrontational, I do. 
It wasn't much, but it's the point of the whole thing. I think we basically... I got the gist. You get the gist. <clears throat> I'm not ready anymore. And she wants to know how to break things off before the first date? Um, I pretty much... Let me see what the end says here. Um, I fell asleep pretty much as soon as I got home. I didn't text him. Um, I didn't want to outright ghost him, but I have no idea how to nicely say that I don't want to go on the next date with him and do not want to pursue a relationship further. How do I, how do I nicely end this? If you don't want to ghost, I would say honesty is the best policy. Like, I feel like you just say, you know, I feel like you've misled me a little bit with, you know, some of the things that you've mentioned about your life. I feel and like also, I we've gone like, off you on the could be foot. straight up like that, but I also feel like at the end of the day, when you're trying to, like, date around and figure out who you get along with, like, a lot of it can just, like, come down to, like, a vibe or, you know, just how do you feel when you're around them? And so, like, it could be as simple and non-confrontational as just being, like, hey, you know, it was nice getting to meet you yesterday um, when I was, like, helping you out, but I just don't know that I really, like, felt a connection. Like, that's what I would do. Keep it simple. No one can and argue with I don't want to pursue this further. No one, no one can argue say, like, well, I did. <laughs> You'd be like, well, I didn't. Well, you're bad at Sorry. reading the room then. Um, so that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even honestly matter how nice you are or are not at the end of the day. About it. Because people ghost anyways. So, I mean, even just you not ghosting, you know, you're trying. You could ghost if you wanted to. Okay. Next one is my 25 female boyfriend. 29 female. What? 29 male i'm guessing wouldn't marry me after eight years together so i left my ex-boyfriend and i got together when i was 18 we've grown so much together as people figured out our life plans together we even planned to have children in the next couple of years however one of my boundaries was marriage before eight years why because if you don't want to marry someone after being together for that long then why stay together at all rick and i have built our life together why he eight makes years why not seven i don't know why not nine he makes six figures in the tech industry and owns his own consultancy company. I own my own drop shipping business and work in marketing. No. <laughs> Everything has been good, but despite being financially stable, emotionally developed people, Rick wouldn't marry me. I asked him for months if it was something I had done. Did he find me unattractive now? He said no, just not yet. I reminded him, him of my boundary and he told me he was aware. Well, last month was my birthday, 25 and still not married. I made the tough decision of leaving after he tried to pretend that my birthday was a happy day and pretended to be confused on why I was upset. I've been in therapy, but is there anything I or is there anything else I can do to get over this man and how he strung me along for years and wasted some of the best years of my life? I'm not going to say like everyone can have their own like boundaries for when they want to get married, how long they're willing to wait, but I do feel bad like you're not that old. 25, that was her cutoff. Here's the thing. It's hard because, like, he knew of said boundary. You were obviously, well, not obviously. You were apparently, supposedly, letting it be known that that was a boundary you had. It was, like, not going to work if that wasn't, if you weren't getting married or engaged or whatever. So, he knows what's at stake in theory. And I also think if you've been dating that long, like, What's, hold, what's the holdup if that's, like, the end goal or end intention? If you're both doing well, if you're both 
whatever, then I do kind of wonder like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait forever. But like 25 Does is also he want so to get married? young that it's like, you could have waited maybe a little longer, but I, I don't know. Like she has her own thing that she wants to prioritize, but I just right. wonder what his major like hold up was. Cause I feel like that's just the unknown. Her question is, how does she get over him when she feels like she's been strung along? I'm guessing she wasn't strung along. I'm guessing that this was a, this seemed like the guy cared for her, loved her, and just wasn't taking like that next step. Um, I mean, if that was such a deal breaker, if that was such a deal breaker for you, then I guess like the best way to move forward is recognizing that he didn't respect that and maybe you need to make it a bigger priority to like learn from the situation like look for someone who's like looking to marry dating to marry and that's just as important to them as it is to you yeah because it seems like that's important to you let me see if there's any and someone said you're only 25 you have many good years ahead of you in fact i would say the best years of your life are yet to come yeah i mean it seems like a lot of people are saying like don't put like don't try and rush it i feel like some people get so caught up in like the timeline and like i get that to a certain point but when people say that like with their high school sweetheart or whoever like i'm like that doesn't count you don't get to say we've been together for 10 years and we started dating when we were like 15 so why aren't we married yet because you're 25 now you don't have to get married at 25 just because you've been together for almost negligible (laughs) you've been together for three yeah i'm kidding but so, I mean, obviously, the older you get, like, when you're in your 20s, like, for me right now, if I was dating someone, I wouldn't date them for eight years. No. Like, before getting married. But, and, like, they were only, what, 18? So, like, I don't know. I just feel like when you're younger, the, the age doesn't matter. Or like, the time doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. My next one is, I, 25-year-old male, I'm starting to feel a bit used monetarily by my unemployed girlfriend, 25, female. Um, We've been dating for a couple months now. She doesn't work and lives with her parents. I work full-time and live alone. She's currently attending university. Initially, she? 25. Initially, I considered her education as a good reason for her unemployment. Probably fair enough. However, considering her very relaxed schedule, online classes, and frequent absences, okay, she might as well be doing nothing at all. This is her third university as she dropped out twice. She's currently looking for work, although I doubt the effort is truly there. I have the good fortune of having a good salary, particularly for my age and location, and therefore pay for everything. We go out for dinner frequently, order delivery frequently, and go out drinking at least once a week. She stays over a lot too, all meals on me. The issue being with her effort towards me and my home, I began feeling like things were off balance when I'd wake up for work only for her to sleep all day. My thought process is that if she is spending most of her time at my house with everything paid by me, the least she could do is tidy up the place, maybe take the dog for a walk, run some errands, or even better, apply for jobs. <laughs> I mentioned this to her and she began making a bit of an effort, although to be completely honest, it's negligible. Yesterday, she texted me. She was in the mood for sushi and asked if I was up for having dinner together. She does not usually make these invitations, at least not openly. So I asked if she had gotten some money from her parents or something, and she simply stated that she had some money. We sought for drinks paid by me and then went to the restaurant. We have been to this restaurant multiple times, and we really managed to finish the food whenever we do order a la carte. 
we we know by now oh my god we know by now that choosing the all-you-can-eat option is a waste of money i mentioned this to her but she didn't care and was adamant on choosing the all-you-can-eat option thankfully we got there too late for the all-you-can-eat but this didn't stop her from ordering a second main dish as a side i once again mentioned that we really managed to finish the dish that we just ordered let alone an entire other main surprise we didn't finish our food when the bill came we talked briefly joking until she said don't you want to pay for the whole thing for some reason this did not sit right with me i don't know I told her that she is getting a bit too comfortable and a bit too impudent for my liking. She did not like this. I picked an arbitrary amount from the total, roughly a quarter of the bill, and told her she could pay that and I'd pay the rest. By the time we got back to my place, there was a palpable tension in the air. She began to get her things to leave. It stopped and began picking up some beer cans to throw away on her way out. By then, I was already quite annoyed and said, if you're going to leave, then leave already. I walked her to the door and said, thank you. It was a pleasure paying for your dinner and slammed the door. Not a proud moment. Um, she texted multiple times asking for my bank details to transfer the rest of her share. I told her it has nothing to do with the actual money and that if that it has to do with the principal, the bill wasn't expensive. Am I wrong for this? Have I created an expectation slash rule for myself only to switch up on her? Do you think there is malice on her part? Okay. My first thing is, how do you not have the ick from your own girlfriend? My first question or thought is just like, with your two lifestyles that you have going on right now, you seem like fairly incompatible with your current life situations and like just personality differences so we're confused as to why you're together i'm just kind of like you can't completely overhaul her and who she is a person and like you can't like motivate her to do xyz things like you're doing all the right things like you're saying you're bringing things up you're saying like it'd be nice to do this but like you can't overhaul a person to be that if they don't want to be so in my mind i just like think there's like an incompatible nature between you guys that's probably just gonna make things harder than it's going to be to and i do fix think it. that she probably got too comfortable in whatever lifestyle that you provided and like she didn't have to ask for anything it sounds like you just always did it and so she got used to that and like i'm not even completely faulting her for like <clears throat> if you just get used to it like whatever but then you mentioned, like, she's not doing anything. And so if I'm the boyfriend, I'm like, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So to me, the only way around this is to, like, set boundaries with, like, okay, you know, what are we, like, what's our plan for, like, splitting stuff in the future? How do we want to, like... Like, what are your kind of... Like, I think it's just time to talk about... um like roles that you see yourself in in a, in a relationship and moving forward what's the man's role in the relationship what's the woman's role how do finances like how do you foresee those working out what's your you expectation in the same way yeah if you don't maybe it's not gonna work okay Next one I have, I, 22 female, feel stupid because of this guy, 32 male, that I was talking to for over a year and probably is a catfish. We met on a dating app. He was using travel mode and switched his location to my city in California. We talked a lot for a few months and then I stopped because it didn't make any sense to waste time on that situation. Months after that, I moved abroad. He messaged me because he was planning a trip to my new city. We started to talk again and that was our day-to-day routine until he arrived here. He made plans to meet me day and hour settled, promised a bunch of things. Um, On the day we agreed to meet, he just ghosted me and has been ghosting me ever since. 
It's been two weeks now, and I don't know what just happened. First thought that came to mind was that he's a catfish, but I don't think that's possible since his friends tag him in pictures and stuff. Second thought was he didn't want to meet, and I'd be totally okay with that if he had told me about it when I asked him. If he was sure about, or when I asked him if he was sure about that. I really want to message him and ask what's going on, why he's ignoring me, and why he did that instead of just communicate. I know it's a bad decision, but I'm drowning in my own mind. I don't know what to do and can't stop thinking about the situation and his reasons. Should I text him or leave it? No. So the thing is that some people just suck. But you're, a lot of people look for pen pals on dating apps. There's no rhyme or reason for like why they're talking to you other than that you're responding to them. And sometimes they'll stop talking to you and then they'll start talking to you again when it's convenient. With it's no just, intention of ever actually meeting you. Yeah. Like you just so then it doesn't matter it if he's ghosting or it doesn't matter if he's catfishing you or not. Like you don't want to be this guy. Mm-mm. And like reaching out, you're just going to keep yourself in that little bubble. It's best to just cut the cord and move on. And that's what all the comments are saying as well. Okay. So this was an interesting one. I, 22-year-old male, cannot stop thinking about cheating on my girlfriend, 20-year-old female, and I want to stop. My girlfriend is the most amazing person in the world to me, and I would never cheat on her. But there are no issues in our relationship whatsoever. She treats me so well, is very kind and caring, and satisfies my needs more than anyone else has. Despite all this, for the last two months, all I can think about is how much I want to sleep with other women. I will never act on these feelings and do a really good job of keeping anyone who might be flirtatious with me at arm's length slash keeping things completely platonic. I know cheating is wrong and I will never cheat on her, um, but these thoughts are not going away and it's driving me insane. How can I stop having them? I think you need to see a therapist. <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of what it comes down to, I feel like. Like you know in your head, like you morally, know right and wrong. It yeah. sounds like you're not going to act on these things but like you have a way of thinking right now that is not consistent with the way that you want to be thinking and it's obviously like you're getting in your head about it and yeah like it's probably like just it's more time to like focus in than on like if your girlfriend is like this amazing incredible human being try to like channel, channel that, that energy, energy towards her into her yeah yeah i would say see a therapist would be my advice is there anything insightful in the comments um i mean the same thing like that i kind of stole the top comment in terms of like feed the energy back to your partner um someone is like maybe you're not mature enough or ready for a committed relationship could be true it could be true okay my 21 male boyfriend doesn't get me 20 female anything Well, that's not completely true. He gets me birthday and anniversary gifts, and they're always nice, but I feel like I get so much more for him. I spend hundreds of dollars on him, buying him shoes and clothes and games and such, and I don't care whether he spends a bunch of money on me or not. Some flowers would be nice sometimes. I get him coffee all the time. If I see something he likes, I get it for him. I even write little notes and make him small handmade gifts. I would appreciate small gifts, even if he didn't spend any money on them. He used to make me cute origami and get me small things towards the beginning of a relationship, but it's been about a year now and it's completely stopped. He is still the love of my life and there's no way this will change anything about the trajectory of our relationship. I just need to vent a little bit. I don't want to bring it up to him because I don't want him to feel like he has to buy me stuff. 
because whenever he gets me anything for a certain occasion, it already feels forced. As for finances, his financial situation and mine are extremely similar. Can someone give me some advice? This is screaming love languages to me. It's one of those things where you clearly seem like you're a gift receiver, whatever it's called. Well, receiving she's a gift giver. Well, she's a gift giver, but then like she's projecting I feel like her people love project language onto her partner. Yeah. And so, because here's the thing, and maybe your partner does appreciate that and like is very thankful, blah, blah, blah. But he also surprisingly maybe like doesn't care that much about you doing that if he's not a like receiving gifts kind of person and that's not how he feels most loved but i feel like people often unless they like take these quizzes and like find out what they are what their partner is they do what they would most want done to them and so you're doing what you think would be nice to receive which in one way maybe you're thinking like how does my boyfriend not see that I keep doing this and he but should like do the also, same return. Is he, you know, providing love for her in a way that she's not recognizing? No, that's what I'm saying. And so he may have a different. So every time I see this come up, like everyone just says, like, take the stupid love languages quiz <laughs> and share the results. Like, do it with your partner, share the results, and then you can both be more reflective and understanding of the best way to show your love to the other person. Yeah. I always think just like there's like needs to be like a relationship checklist of like when you enter into a new relationship. They're like, oh, we haven't you done do X, Y, and Z. We things. haven't done this. Love and you're language like, hey, quiz. babe, it's a love language quiz day. We have to do our love languages now. And then you both just see what each other's love language is. And like some people take love languages so seriously, like it's not that deep. It's just like it's a tool. Recognizing the way in which you feel most loved, and then seeing what your partner feels most loved by, so then you can best support them. In your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so maybe your boyfriend is like an acts of service guy. And so like he shows love by like doing nice things for you. Or like, like getting gas for your car. Or doing, doing dishes, dishes. Cooking dinner. And like they're little things done. that you don't pay attention to. But he's like, oh, like, yes, I Taking did this, this off for her today. Plate. Like, which is all great and fine. But if you don't recognize where that's coming from or how your partner is expressing their love to you then like if you're not recognizing it then you aren't seeing it mm-hmm. so go take I that quiz say, take the quiz and maybe you need to change the way that you show your love to him not so you can't buy him anything you know but right here is my last one <clears throat> my 20 year old female boyfriend 19 year old male lied about his age my boyfriend of two and a half months told me last night that he lied about his age. I met him in April 2023 over a dating app, and it said he was 19. He just had a birthday a few days ago, so he was supposed to be turning 20. Well, apparently, he was actually 18 when he met me, and he just turned 19. I'm 20 and turning 21 in September. He told me that he didn't tell me at first because he wasn't expecting anything to get serious with us when he first met me, and that when it did get serious, he felt embarrassed and was scared to tell me. I know it's only a year difference, but it is, but it's still the fact that he lied to me. I appreciate him coming forward and telling me it, but I'm also hurt that he lied it to me in the first place, and I don't really know how to react. I asked him if he was lying about anything else, and he said no, but I don't know. I just feel weird. I don't want to stay with him, or I do want to stay with him, <clears throat> but I feel weird that he lied. Is this a relationship ruiner? When you first read this, I was wondering if, like, you know how sometimes people put their age on here and you can't 
change your age on a dating app and i don't know how people mess it up but sometimes they do and they'll be like it says i'm this age but i'm actually this age whatever so i was wondering if he had done that and then like forgot about it and then just like his age never came up but then you read it and he did remember that his age was not correct so for me i'm like i just why wouldn't you tell me that man child to me like it just screams like immature which like granted he's literally 18 19 like he probably is but to me like it would kind of be a deal breaker just because like it's just a stupid thing to lie about but they did and they didn't bring it up right away and using like the i didn't think this was going to be super serious like kind of further reinforces like he doesn't know what he's looking for he's not trying to enter a serious relationship and if that's what i was looking for i would just be like i don't know if we're on the same be page i agree with that it's like what it's only been two months it's two and a half months long. like cut your losses <laughs> yeah and if you're already like you're saying like i just feel weird about it like it's probably because it's a valid feeling last one do i male 18 let my girlfriend female 18 date other people while i'm gone i'm leaving for a two-year service mission in August. a lot of people are saying this isn't worth the string relationship over it doesn't seem like a big deal forgive him so depends on how good the relationship is yeah if it is absolutely like rainbows and butterflies then like whatever try it out if you're like there's eh. a couple people saying that are like eh. okay, okay back to what i was saying I'm leaving for a two-year service mission in August, and my girlfriend is going to college uh, for that time. Our relationship has been awesome and would really love to see it continue after our opportunities. I have the personal inclination to say that if she wants to date after I'm back, that I don't want her to have have had a serious relationship or any level of intimate relationship with past guy friends while I was gone. I've gotten pushback from family and friends who say that, quote, I'm not letting her discover her true self or that I'm being restrictive, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to see her the same knowing that she didn't... didn't want to wait for me. I've talked to her and she said she's more than willing to not go on serious dates while I'm gone, though everyone else's opinions I've heard so far are getting in my head. What are your opinions on something like this? You it are, is your relationship. It sounds like you both want to remain in that relationship. No, I'm like, you're either in a relationship or you're not. Yeah. There's no, I'll go on a couple dates here and there and just like. While you're gone? Like, like no, what? you're broken up then. And also, you're making a problem out of something that's not a problem. She sounds like she wants to be in a relationship you sound like you want to be in a relationship so then you just stay in a relationship and if it doesn't work it doesn't work she'll write you a letter she'll, she'll say i you, can't do anything like, anymore sorry we're breaking up now or you do the same and then you write her a letter then you're broken up and it doesn't matter or like even if that happens you could break up you come back maybe you get back together i don't know yeah but like you're either in a relationship or you're not that's it there's not even any comments on that one i think it was new when i first found it so that's our fresh advice for you for that fresh Reddit post. Go ahead and leave a comment on that. <laughs> okay. Um, and with that, that's also the end of this episode. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Let us know if you would like us to do more relationship advice Reddit episodes in the future. We have a video version that you can go check out on YouTube as well. Just search according to podcast and you should be able to find it pretty easily. And we also have an Instagram. You already mentioned that? Mm-mm. we have an instagram at according to all typed out with letters only no numbers and you can also comment your thoughts on any of the reddit posts for that episode post that we just posted we will see you guys and we'll talk to you guys next thursday bye, bye.